Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You're listening to Underground USA. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the newsletter, which now comes directly to you anytime anything new is produced. Here's this morning's segment. On the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce is broadcast on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks to over 2 million people around the world each and every night. Joining us right now from UndergroundUSA.com, that's UndergroundUSA.com, we have Frank Savato. Good morning, sir. Mr. Captain. Boy, after all that, I'm out of breath. But anyway, <laughs> but after that, I got to start the show with this. Nancy Pelosi showed up over the weekend. She was filmed all the way over and into and all the way back by a film crew. She took a trip to Ukraine, showed up in Kiev with uh, the uh, President uh, Zelensky. And uh, the first thing that all the ladies noticed was she showed up in high heels. Yeah, this was... Uh... She needed this for the midterms. This is all about, we're doing something about something. Uh, because when you go, you know, you start taking stock of what they've done over over the past two years when it gets to the midterms, they've done nothing. So she's got to sensationalize something. And being able to control the, uh, the video and the narrative on something as, uh, and this is not the right word to use, but I think people will understand it, Something as popular as the as the Ukraine Russia conflict, uh, she hopes to spin that to her advantage. I don't think it's going to work, but that's the way the far left's inside the Beltway mindset works. Well, you're right, and I totally get what you're saying. And of course, while she was there, the Russians greeted her with a little, uh, not close to her, but over in Odessa, they greeted her with a missile strike on a military airfield that apparently hit a hangar containing U.S. and European countries' weapons and ammunition supplied to the Ukraine, and it destroyed the hangar and everything in it. Obviously, that's a message that was being sent. They know where things are. They don't want them to have this equipment. So militarily, it's something they would be targeting. I'm Mm -hmm. kind of stunned. Not stunned, I guess, but a little surprised that the far left and, and the global leaders as it were. I, I get that the UN leader went over there to say that, you know, we're behind you and we want to help. Mm-hmm. But to have a, members of Congress going into a war zone and using this for political propaganda, I, I just don't think it's appropriate. And if I'm the Ukrainian people, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of an issue with it. Nancy Pelosi going to a war zone. Adam Schiff going to a war zone, bringing a film crew, making this about them instead of what's actually going on over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just opportunistic to the point of being sickening. Yeah, 
Our pal George, by the way, the Godfather, is saying good morning to us, and then he also adds, but how about the border, our border? Well, they, they don't recognize that as something that uh, that will help them in, in November. So they, they don't want to go anywhere near the border. You had Mayorkas, the Dorcas, go, you know, go in front of Congress saying with a tired old lie that it's still domestic terrorism. That's, that's the biggest threat to the American people. And he won't even answer questions on known terrorists that are coming over the border. Well, let me... Uh... Yeah, so they're, they're, they don't want to talk about the border. It's not advantageous to them. They'd rather send Nancy over with some ice cream and high heels over to Ukraine and film it. <laughs> let me throw this at you. Being a Democrat is not cool anymore, and here's why. There was a time when being a Democrat was cool. President Kennedy, the Democratic Party, had just turned a corner. The past was left behind. The preservation of our freedom and our culture, with Democrats finally beginning to welcome African Americans into the fold, because after all, they were not the party of, of uh, uh, they were the party of slavery. Now, it became all yep. important. And Kennedy and the Democrats saw the future and jumped in with both feet. Now, JFK was the personification of cool, young, handsome, intelligent, articulate, and he loved America. He was a veteran who served his country in time of war. Kennedy was willing to do whatever was necessary to protect America, yet he understood war and the hazard of the slouching, uncontrolled, unchecked descent into it. Now, JFK was a classic liberal, but more important, a Kennedy liberal. He was his own brand, an anti-communist and a fiscal conservative, not seen today. Opposed to a strong centralized government, not seen today. He believed in states' rights and a strict construction of the Constitution. He wasn't a big spender either, especially when it came to the military. And Kennedy believed in equality, never mentioned equity, civil liberties, meritocracy, or free trade, or a market economy. Boy, could we use him now. All right, yeah, hold, hold that. All right, hold that thought, Frank. We're coming right back right after these messages. This is the Captain's America Third Watch, and I shall, I shall return. This is Kyle Warren, the professor of politics. There's more of the Captain's America Third Watch coming up right after this short break. Stay right there. American Express, investigated by the U.S. government, caught processing a Soviet-era politician's dirty money, paid hundreds of millions in fines for deceiving customers. Rather than clean up their act, American Express has gone woke. Employees say people are promoted and told to offer lower premiums based on race. Amex administered critical race theory training that told employees capitalism is racist. American Express, serve your customers, not woke politicians. Visit unamericanexpress.com. This message was paid for by Consumers Research, a 501c3 educational advocacy group. To learn more, log on to consumersresearch.org. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. All right, Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com is back with us. Hello, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. We've got Mary on the line, and she's been waiting patiently with a question. So, Mary, what's your question? Hey, good morning. Uh, I would like to just ask, how many people uh, does Frank think absolutely are out here that still don't get it, uh, that are still willing to go along with the flow and still are on the Biden side? It's amazing to me that there's a lot of people out here that wouldn't even consider uh, that there's something else going on around here. 
And and by the way, a lot of these people are rich. So it's almost like it's not just a few people at the top on the great society type stuff. It's a lot of other people as well, ordinary people with higher incomes that really don't want to give up uh, anything that they have either and that are still buying into the left side. There's a lot of people out there that do not read what the type of material Frank writes, anybody else, and absolutely think there is a cult of Trump out here uh, and won't even consider anything else but their way. Mary, when you said rich, did you mean rich, rich? Rich, rich, um, not rich, down in St. Pete, rich. Okay. You still see Biden stickers. Yeah. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks. Okay, go ahead, Frank. When you look at the polls, you've still got a, a solid, a solid 27 to 30% of the people who think he's doing a decent job. Yep. Uh, you know, these are the people who are just disengaged. They are they are so hyper-focused on me, 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 I, 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 that they don't care to do anything but listen to, uh, read the, or read the headlines that they have been in the mainstream media, and that's where they glean their news. And they're still gleaning their news from social media, but, you know, even though social media seems to be dying in the news sphere. Mm-hmm. So these are the people you're never going to get. These are the hardcore people. Uh, they've done such a good job in our universities of of shoving the uh, the idea that we should probably give socialism and communism a chance, and capitalism is very very bad. Uh, into almost two generations now, that when you talk to the younger voters on campus, and not just the rich people. The younger voters on campus, they think socialism is okay. So yeah. they don't really see a lot of stuff that's wrong that's coming down the pike. As for the rich on the left, they're just a bunch of, of narcissistic, self-centered, me-first, selfish people. Mm-hmm. And, and they, don't, they don't care if the Great Reset's coming. Right. They, don't, they, don't care, they don't care if, if, the, if the Federal Reserve is crashing our economy. They just don't care. But that's why we have to talk politics with our neighbors. Yep. It's an absolute must. Yep. All right, well, uh, let's go back to the phone line here. Baggammon, Bob, what's your question? Yes, sir, Captain. As far as um, you said a minute ago about like, uh, Kennedy, you think you're a good president and stuff like that, I think that the modern-day guy that amplifies a lot of what he did, or at least a good part, is Ron DeSantis. And I was just wondering what the chances are of either DeSantis running against Trump with Trump and how is that? How would you think that is going along as far as uh, this? Uh, you think that deal would be all right? That's good, right. Captain. Okay. Well, number one, I don't think DeSantis should run with Trump. Period, because he's got plenty well, to do here in Florida. What do you think? He's already stated point blank that he's not going to run, and that mm-hmm. and that's because there's too much to do in Florida still. If he does run after that declaration. There's a credibility problem. He said he would set himself up for that criticism. Well, you said you weren't going to run, and you flip-flopped and changed your mind. Right now, the guy is so solid that if he just keeps his word and stays in Florida for for one more term, yep, he can walk into the Oval Office. Yep, or the you Senate know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or whatever he wants, but I think he set himself up for the Oval. I don't think he needs to worry about the Senate. Mm-hmm. He's got such positive national recognition that he could probably win the nomination hands down. Uh, as for Trump running, you know, it's it's not popular with a lot of people who listen to this show, but I really don't want the guy to run. 
he's got a chance to be a kingmaker that is generational. Yep. He's got a chance to be the Richard J. Daley of the Republican Party at this point, anointing people because of their policies, not because of their cult of personality, to be able to change the way politics is in the United States, much more powerful than four more years of the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. It's shaping generations to come. It's a higher calling. Mm-hmm. So I really hope he's considering doing something much, much larger for the country than trying to get the White House back. Being able to anoint people, being able to to influence an entire movement and change people's ideas from cult of personality to cult of policy. That's being able to say the economy is more important. Moving morally more to the right, away from this far-left, anti-human type of thought pattern, mm-hmm. anti-individualism. He's got a chance here to help save our society, and it doesn't involve sitting in the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to see the Sanders run with well, him, and I really hope Trump thinks higher than what, he's, than what many people are saying he's thinking right now. Well, let's get into uh, what the Democrats, today's Democrats, want, because it's pretty obvious. And when I start talking about this, you're going to understand who it is that's pushing the buttons on the other side. Very, very easy to understand when I start this. Number one, censorship. Under the guise of banning hate speech, they do not permit criticism. The DHS just created the Disinformation Governance Board with that whack-a-mooner that's uh, on there. It sounds like a sort of Ministry of Truth from Orwell's 1984, and that's what it was called in the book. We're being told it's to rebut human smuggling organizations, peddling misinformation to exploit vulnerable migrants. Anyone with the slightest cognitive ability knows the claim is misinformation in itself. Yeah, and I'm going, to, I'm going to go and use the term disinformation because misinformation means a mistake. Disinformation means it's on purpose. So we've got this Nina Jankowitz, and boy, oh boy, look into this woman. She comes from the Woodrow Wilson Center. She was a Fulbright Clinton fellow. Oh, yeah. She studied in Moscow. You know, just she has... No right. She shouldn't be anywhere near that. Office. Hold that thought, because we hold that thought, Francis. We are going to get into this. We're going to get into this. The woman also studied the same courses, took the same course that Barack Obama taught when it came to community organizing. How about that? Common or what? We'll be right back. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. Did you know? that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. All right, back to Frank Silvato, undergroundusa.com. And, Mr. Frank, thanks for uh, sticking around. We appreciate it. Of course, anytime and always. All right, so censorship. Uh, 
it's just it's to monitor the unfriendly speech that's being said. And I hardly need to provide further examples because Elon Musk has done it admirably. Well, I mean, he doesn't deal in shopping censorship. He just kind of gave us a solution. So, so far, let's not throw roses at his feet just yet. Let's see exactly what happens. Yeah. You know, a lot of people disappointed me politically over the last 20 years. And I don't put it past anybody to uh, to pop up a surprise. Now, I'm going to... Uh, that said, mm-hmm. she, censorship, you know, we've got a problem with it. It's uh, You want to talk about having a pandemic yep. or an epidemic? We have one with, with the attack against free only in the United States, but in Western culture. Yeah. And this uh, this person, this, uh, <laughs> what's her name? Jen- Nina, Nina Jankowitz. Boy, oh boy, what a character. What a character. And I mean, she's a card-carrying freaking communist. Obviously, Biden's picking all partisans for everything that he, every position that he can fill. It's the creation of this disinformation governance board under the Department of Homeland Security that should give people cause for pause. The creation of this this board in and of itself should be actionable. And this is where the right, we criticize the right for always being slow to respond and, and not taking a page out of the left's playbook. But the deep pocket legal institutions on the right side of the aisle need to get off their asses and flood the federal court system mm-hmm. with First Amendment lawsuits over this. This department, this board, should not exist. We can't make the same mistakes of the past. We made, we made mistakes with, with passing laws under, you know, going all the way far back as Adams. But Woodrow Wilson was the most egregious. FDR was another one that was entirely egregious. You get into what Obama did. 38 journalistic organizations published an open letter saying, you're not being transparent, you're using censorship, and just thumb their nose. Didn't care. We're going to do it anyway. Well, he didn't, he, <laughs> used, didn't nope. he use the Espionage Act as the excuse for that? Yes, national security. We, we, you, we can't tell you anything that we're doing because of national security. Mm-hmm. B.S. B.S. Now you've got a, a governance board that's going to talk about disinformation. The big thing to consider here with how egregious this is, is that politicians are going to decide what is disinformation and what is not. Yeah, that's dangerous. You know, we, we saw this happen under covid where they were silencing people who were saying, you better take a look at not only alternative courses of, of, of action on this, this disease, this virus, but you better look at the vaccines you're making because there are byproducts from this that you just haven't thought about that are entirely dangerous to whole demographics. They shut them down, said, you, you can't be heard. That's a redress of government. That's not only a violation of First Amendment free speech rights, it's also a violation of First Amendment rights to redress your government. Mm-hmm. So, but we so now, this is a big constitutional issue that the right has to get off their asses and take some action on. But we now know that what was done from the beginning with the COVID was wrong. Herd immunity, like people were talking about, these doctors with, without borders and all that stuff, 
that we're talking about this, that, and the other, that would have worked so much quicker. And by the way, the Florida model was the model to use, and it didn't use it. Well, that's that's one more reason that the Santa shouldn't be running for president right now. Mm-hmm. If Florida Florida fell, if Florida was sacrificed for for the country, then Texas stands alone, and they will fall quickly because the entire far left apparatus would only have one spot to concentrate on. Imagine Florida not here during the COVID mm-hmm. the COVID scene. Imagine well, Florida not here to be able to to combat the wokeness at Disney. Let me ask very, you very bad for the country. Let me ask you a question. It's pretty obvious from where I'm sitting, and I talked about this earlier in the evening, just by some statements that were made, because it sounded if I closed my eyes and I hadn't known it was uh, uh, somebody else saying the statements that were made, I would have thought I was listening to Barack Obama because these people sound like Barack Obama on steroids. A lot of these people. Gee, I wonder why. Because uh, he's it's involved the, in the middle of it, isn't he? It's a, people have got to get over the idea that Barack Obama was that bright. He's not that bright. This is his team. These are the same puppet masters mm-hmm. that were pulling his strings back in power. Mm-hmm. This is the radical far left. These are the people like like Soros and, and Valerie Jarrett and Eric Holder. These people all have his Going back to the radical '60s, when they were pushing Marxism onto the country, mm-hmm. these are the same people who are back in power because they never left Washington after Obama left office. Correct. They never said die. They never acknowledged that there was a a shift in in the American uh, dialogue and the American lexicon where the pendulum got the swing back to the center. They refuse to do it. They capture it. They're holding on the left. We can thank the bureaucracy for that. The, the fact that they have been appointing people to, to mid- and high-level positions in agencies and departments and, and commissions for years and decades, ever since before Clinton, and the, the right does nothing to purge them when they come back into power. So that bureaucracy, that far-left bureaucracy has never left. And, yeah. and that's why we're, we're teetering on embracing the Great Reset and just handing the United States over to global governance because we're taking a knee to the Federal Reserve, which is not a government entity. Nope. And everybody needs to read The Creature from Jekyll Island. It is a must-read. It will explain why we're going through the economic problems that we are today and, and who's to blame. And it is the far left going as far back again mm-hmm. as the Woodrow Wilson administration. Well, let me, we're in uh, trouble here, and we've got to act on it, and that yep. means getting knowledge. So stop reading the headlines mm-hmm. and pretending you know the entire article. Read it. Well, I'm going to finish with the other points that were in here. Open borders, number two. Number three, call everyone racist who disagrees. Number four, stop climate change. Number five, crime is the fall of society. Number six, win every election. And number seven, the destruction of our society. And in here, it talks about the fundamental transformation of America. And I remember somebody, somebody that was a president that said that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And he was a precursor to Biden. Yep, yep, and he's back again, back again. All right, well, Frank, I appreciate you sticking around. We will talk more about this on Friday because this is not going away anytime soon. 
Thank you, my friend. All right, Frank Silvato, Underground USA. Go over there, check it out, find out all the great things that he does. And I'll be right back with more in Patrick Island on Sports. You found it, the most listened to radio program in the overnights, the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Lock it in and join the Captain's Army. Please like the episode on the platform you're listening to us on, leave a comment if it lets you, and share us with your friends and family. Our influence grows when you share our podcast. And don't forget to sign up for our Substack, which comes directly to you, subverting the interference of the Internet gatekeepers and social media censors. This is going to be increasingly important moving forward given the world's trajectory. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Judson Carroll with the Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. My new book, Growing Your Survival Herb Garden for Preppers, Homesteaders, and Everyone Else, is really for everyone. No matter where you live, whether you're in a homeowners association or you have a nice big farm or even if all you have is a balcony and an apartment, you can grow the herbs you need for your health, for your family's health, and be ready to face any circumstance that comes your way. I make growing herbs easy, practical, and fun, actually. So look for this book. It's on Amazon if you want a print copy, or you can contact me directly for an ebook. Find me at judsoncarroll.com. Thanks, and I know you will enjoy this. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 